I don't know about you, but when I drive through my neighborhoods these days, um, Halloween light displays and decorations seem to be just as popular as your traditional Christmas um, displays. So Mm -hmm. we're really just looking for a way to inform our customers how to celebrate the season but celebrate it safely, and a lot of it just starts with awareness. So um, I would say that the biggest thing is definitely um, making sure that you have a well-lit home, and streetlight safety comes in um, to play with that. So if you notice any streetlights, um, that are out or not working properly within your neighborhood, um, please report those to us as soon as possible so that we can address those um, streetlight outages quickly. The other thing I wanted to talk, and, and you touched on it, Lauren, about decorating the house, and I agree with you. In my neighborhood, it is the same way. The houses that go full lit at Christmas are now doing it for Halloween as well, but we want to make it safe from the electrical point as well, and that's indoor outdoor lighting, use of nails and such. I thought maybe you could hit some do's and don'ts when we are putting up those displays. Absolutely. So think of how um, when you put lights on a dry Christmas tree. So when you're outside decorating or inside decorating with corn stalks and bales of hay, you want to make sure that you keep, um, you know, heat sources such as candles, heaters, or light, strings of light far away from those objects because they are very flammable. And similarly, you want to make sure that you're using lights that are approved by the underwriter's laboratory and carry the UL seal on the tag. So when a seal has a, a red mark, that indicates that the lights are approved for indoor or outdoor use, while the green tags indicate approval for indoor use only. So pay close attention when you're stringing your lights because you want to make sure that the outdoor lights um, are made for the outdoors. Lauren, that brings up an interesting question, talking about electric and lights and everything. This is also the time of the year we get a lot of rain and blowing, and certainly we've had it the last three days. Uh, And this goes in line with the indoor and outdoor lights and which ones are approved or not. Because outdoors sometimes around these outlets, you get the water and the rain and maybe even some snow and such. And how dangerous can that be for individuals? Yeah, so it can be very dangerous, which is why you want to make sure that outdoor lights and decorations are plugged into outlets outdoors that feature ground fault circuit interrupters. So those are the G- GFCIs um, that you see, you know, in a, on a lot of the outlets. And so you also want to make sure that you inspect the cords and the decoration for any type of um, frayed wires or cracks. If the cord feels hot, then you do not want to use it. Uh, you want to replace that piece of um, you know, that decoration and um, played on the safe side. Lauren Saberkus is with us with First Energy. I wanted to get into the extension cords as well. And again, sometimes we'll just use them. We'll pull them out of the basement. We don't know if they're authorized indoor or outdoor. But the use of multiple extension cords, you kind of roll the dice a little bit as well. Absolutely. So uh, general rule of thumb is you never want to... Um, connect more than um, two extension cords together. So in a lot of cases, especially with these elaborate displays outside, um, everybody just wants to decorate their whole lawn, and then you're, you know, connecting three, four, maybe even five extension cords together, and that's very dangerous, and you run the risk of actually, um, you know, blowing a circuit um, at at your home because it's just uh, too much energy coming through that outlet. Uh, Lauren, the other thing I wanted to go inside the home, many families are decorating now for Halloween and on down the line for Thanksgiving and Christmas as well. And 
why I have you here. Why don't I talk about indoor lighting, some do's and don'ts. You know, when you got the hot lights, maybe on carpeting and some other things, how mm -hmm. dangerous can that, should that be? And what are some of the guidelines you would suggest? Sure. So, you know, if you're running indoor lights, um, you just want to be mindful that they're not touching um, window treatments like your your blinds, your curtains, um, the carpet or the furniture, um, because, again, that, that could be a heat source and um, could be flammable. And also, you know, this is a time of year when we all have jack-o'-lanterns and we want to light them up. And, um, you know, just be very mindful if you do choose to use an open flame. We really encourage you to use the, um, the battery-operated candles or a glow stick or any other type of, um, you know, light that doesn't require an open flame. So just be very cautious. We, we want everybody to celebrate and have a great time, but just keep safety top of mind while you do so. You know, Lauren, speaking of safety, it's also the season for trick-or-treat, and a lot of kids running around the streets and wearing the black uh, costumes, right? And, and it can be adults. Uh, occasionally street lights are out, and, and I thought this might be a good time to ask you, what do folks do if they have a street light out? Yes. So customers are reported to or encouraged to report any streetlight outages to us so that we can um, address them quickly. So if you see a streetlight issue in your community, please call us at 188-LIGHTS with two S's and say streetlight after the greeting. And um, after doing so, you can then um, report the streetlight pr uh, problem and um, you'll need your name, the poll num the number, and the issue that you're experiencing on that um, poll. And we can get a crew out there. And we also um, have a streetlight reporting form on our website, so you can also do it online. 